Welcome to the Sound of Movement podcast. It's a big show today, something that Yanni and I and Richard are very passionate about. It's the concept of training like a specialist or like a generalist, and what do we prefer? If you've never heard about this before, you're going to want to stick around for this one. It's going to be groundbreaking. What's up, tribe? It is Friday morning. It is Black Friday here in Australia. I know it's not quite there yet over in the US, uh, but we are black. ranking things up this weekend. And, and first and foremost, straight up, guys, if you're listening on the podcast, and Richie's going to get the podcast up straight after this for you. If you're watching on YouTube, you're probably going to miss this, but unfortunately, um, <laughs> uh, welcome to you guys both. Uh, this whole weekend, Black Friday, right through to Cyber Monday, we are um, flash sailing an incredible lifetime opportunity to join our UMS online coaching. And we're going to talk about that more at the end of the podcast. So stick around to that. Welcome to everyone on YouTube. Smash that like button to support the channel. It does help. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think about today's discussion. And uh, give us a five-star review on the podcast. It helps us big time. But we want to give a special, special, special warm welcome to the tribe on the UMS Movement Mastermind private Facebook group or Facebook group. Uh, now, this show comes off the back of a question by one of the members, Jason Conway. He's a new member since uh, November 25th, so he's just joined the group. And he's asked a fantastic question that uh, Rad Richard and myself do have a fair bit of skin in the game, uh, um, sort of tackling, answering, whatever you want to call it ourselves. <laughs> and we just thought, what better than to dive into this? Because it frames what we're doing this weekend. It frames what we do. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's exactly why we created the, the, uh, the, um, the Unified Movement System. <laughs> and uh, it's, it just couldn't. I don't know how this happens every time we do a flash sale, but someone asks the, le the most legit question that, that you could you couldn't script you could you almost I almost couldn't yeah, you almost have couldn't write a better question yeah. to be able to say the answer to your question yeah. lies <laughs> in what we're putting on this weekend but yeah. yeah and it's and it started a really good discussion that's gone back and forth that's a with great a great discussion yeah. which is why we decided to do this show this is a really impromptu show we we literally decided that we were going to do this topic um, 90, three, seconds, 90 seconds before we <laughs> went live but it's something that we're so passionate about. We could really talk with a mouthful of marbles underwater on this topic. So uh, should I read the question out? Yeah, first of all, welcome, Richie. Just let him get a word in before you go off on your rant. Uh, how are you? Good, guys. I'm feeling pretty good today. Um, again, just um, with the podcast, sorry that we didn't upload um, those last two episodes. You'll be getting three episodes today. Um, very very soon so yeah stay tuned oh look out look and out. uh and, and morning ride. listen if it's your first rodeo if you've never if you've never ridden with us the unified movement system uh unity gym my name is yanni bormeister across the table from me is my brother rad to my right behind the mixer and the monitors and all the tech hardware that puts this show together is the voice of god richard lillies i do call him another brother a brother from another mother uh we are unity gym and the unified movement system as well as the sound movement podcast and unity v <laughs> look out all right so here's the question that this show is based on jason conway has said hey tribe would love to get everyone's two cents on this is it best to train like a generalist and be a jack of all trades master of none or train like a specialist and get really really good at a particular sport hobby skill I love trying new things and mixing it up rather than sticking to one thing thanks jason 
That's a great question, and it is something that we have, um, Yanni and I both have, uh, and Richard, actually, I should say, we all have trained as specialists before, uh, and we moved from that to more generalist training. And the reason why we did is because, in a nutshell, it was really when Yanni and I, my specialization was martial arts. I did Kung Fu for about 13 years, and Yanni's specialization was boxing and uh, bodybuilding. And so those are two different specializations, but he definitely specialized in each of them at a different time. Did them both for at least a decade, bodybuilding yeah. for a decade, boxing for <coughs> 16 years. Yeah. And when we, uh, we, we didn't train together for a decade at all. We spent a lot of time together. We lived under the same roof. We watched each other go off to training and come back, but we didn't train together at all. We didn't see what each other could do. Um, we, we just went off and did our training. And then after I got out of the army, we started training together every day and we started to see some massive, massive differences. Inefficiencies. Uh, inefficiencies, yeah. And, and, um, and, and differences in what each other could do. And what really surprised us, like in, in a real nutshell, and we've said this before, so anybody that listens to the show, you, you'll know what we're saying here. But um, the, the biggest, the, in, in a real nutshell, I was, at the time, I'd worked really hard on calisthenics, on doing um, gymnastics rings muscle-ups. Took me months and months and months, and I could barely do one. Um, so in a whole workout, I was lucky strict, to get strict, no strict, kipping, strict muscle strict, up. Yeah, strict, strict, strict muscle yeah. up. I could barely do one, which means in anyone an, can do a kipping muscle yeah, up. In an entire workout, <laughs> I did maybe three sets of one rep of a strict muscle up, and I showed Yanni the technique on how to do it. He'd never done it before. I had no idea. It took a, it took him about fifteen minutes to understand the technique and get his head around it. And as soon as he did one. In the next set, he did three, and then in the next set, he did five. He just shat on me with it. And then on the same note, I'd never done weightlifting before, but because my Kung Fu had developed flexibility in my ankles, knees, and hips that Yanni didn't have, um, when I started doing back squatting, it took less than a month before I was out squatting Yanni a lot, and same with Olympic weightlifting. Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't as much the squat that upset me, it was the snatch. The Olympic lift, yeah. I got up, Yanni, Yanni showed me how to do an Olympic snatch, and I got up to a body weight snatch in one phase. And it was not pretty, but it was a snatch. It, it, it was, I still did a snatch. Um, you know, I went up in one movement and got under the bar. With all due respects, if we were training in a gym that had an actual Olympic lifting platform and we didn't have to catch the bar on the way down, you would have got a lot stronger than that. Yeah, yeah, because I, yeah. But none, even still, even going from never doing Olympic weightlifting to within six weeks or yeah. four weeks, four weeks, I got in week four, I did a body weight snatch. Um, and Yanni was, I think you couldn't get over about 60 kilos and we weighed the same. Yeah. And yeah, that was a, that, that was a, a an, an ego crushing moment for you. Just like Yanni just annihilating me in muscle ups was an ego crushing moment for me. So why did this happen? Why? Because my specialization in Kung Fu made me flexible, which seriously helped Olympic weightlifting, but it made me weak. I was weak in my upper body, which made me suck at calisthenics and upper body strength. Whereas Yanni's specialization made him very, very strong, which made him really, really good at calisthenics, but not good at Olympic weightlifting. So strong in the upper body, I should say, because he didn't have the flexibility to be able to get under the bar. I didn't have the mobility. I didn't, yeah, have, didn't the, have the, the mobility. The ability to line up uh, my shoulders, to stack my shoulders and, and uh, get the position. And, and quite frankly, what stopped me from going further than, <coughs> I think my, uh, I, I worked up to my best snatch being about 75 kilos, um, was 
uh, I just kept hurting myself. Yeah. I just kept injuring yeah, myself. Yeah, I remember. You yeah, know? you did. You did. And uh, and it was because I didn't have the flexibility. Yeah. And it was really hard for us because, you know, after that, a whole bunch of other injuries came for Yanni and me. Like Yanni spoke about there, he got other lower body injuries. Um, I developed um, really bad tendinopathy and, and wrist injuries from, again, working on other upper body calisthenic skills that I really thought I should be able to work on, but I just didn't have the conditioning to be able to do it. So the whole, you know, the, the UMS was born out of the need to create a generalist approach. We, we realized that for us, specialization wasn't the answer. And what, what we're going to say is not a, this is our way or the highway. It's, it depends on what your values are. If you value excelling in boxing or bodybuilding or martial arts or whatever then be a specialist because if you're not a specialist then people are specialists are going to kick your ass yeah. in whatever it is you do so if those are your values go for it do yeah. it I'm, we're not here to tell you otherwise but jason's question saying i prefer feeling like this so what do you think i should do then absolutely take the generalist approach because the generalist approach sets you up to be able to be decent at anything the well, specialist it, approach well, doesn't well, hang on let's just stop for a sec <coughs> it starts with asking the question what are your goals what's mm -hmm. your goal and what what's your motivation behind that goal what's your burning desire behind yep. that goal and if your burning desire like mine was when i was growing up was to win an olympic or commonwealth gold medal as a boxer uh, for, for Australia, then boxing is what you do, and you do it 35, 40 hours a week. Yep. You know, like you are, you are just at it. And I, and I, of course, did strength training. I did. I was allowed to do strength training twice a week. I did a heavy lifting session once a week and an explosive speed strength session once a week. Um, and I did a hell of a lot of cardiovascular exercise, uh, running, uh, sprints, things like that. Uh, very quickly, before we get go any further, question of the day, have you ever specialized in something and how did it work out for you? We want to know what was the sport, what was the thing uh, that you specialized in? Uh, be that, try to stick, keep, keep on the path of physical uh, um, specialization. I don't want to know if you are a knitter or a crossword puzzle solver. <laughs> Uh, or, a, or a Rubik's Cube expert. I want to know whether you uh, have specialized in, in some sort of physical sport, training, um, pastime, hobby, passion, and uh, how did it work out for you? You know, uh, did you achieve a high level of success? Did you not? Did you hurt yourself? Did you not? Uh, um, uh, throw those in the comments section if you're watching on YouTube. Throw that in the comments if you're watching on the UMS Movement Mastermind. Uh, and so, you know, once we go beyond the, que the, the initial question, what's your goal? And then from there, what's the burning desire behind it? Uh, and I heard Rad having a talk about uh, the concept of burning desire um, this morning to a, a bunch of the members, the tribe here at Unity Gym. Uh, and, and, and the reality is that if you, uh, if you say to me, I would like to be a boxer, I would like to have a boxing fight, uh, and you, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a great experience, you know, they call it the three steps, the, the hardest three steps you'll ever take three steps into a boxing ring and, uh, and, and you, sh you sh generally pardon the profanity shit yourself. You know, you have the most intense adrenaline dump that, that a human being will ever experience, uh, other than skydiving or something like that, uh, being in a fight, it's an intense adrenaline dump. Mm -hmm. And um, until you uh, learn to deal with and manage that adrenaline dump, usually you're a terrible fighter. 
<laughs> because uh, some pe- it, it, it tends to switch over to instinct at that point and seldom is someone instinctly a good fighter. They are, they certainly exist and they generally are the people who become the world's best. But uh, all of your training usually goes out the window once you get punched in the face <laughs> the first few times and you, and you, it's very hard to settle yourself and remember what you've been taught. Uh, and so what I, t- I tend to say to people when they say, I want to have a fight, I say, why? <laughs> mm. You know, and if it's not a real burning desire, if it's not something that you really, I mean, some people say, I just want to experience that adrenaline and that experience. And I say, oh, that's good. It's a great, it's a great experience. You know, I've had hundreds of fights in my life. I was a security guard at nightclubs, worked in some of the roughest parts of, uh, of Sydney. And, and uh, I used to run the door at clubs and you just, it's hard to avoid not uh, getting in fights. And I also boxed for many, many years and kickboxed before that. And and um, you need a burning desire behind it, you know? I wanted to win an Olympic medal. Um, and, and I really, really mean that. I thought that I might actually have a chance. I was pretty um, cocky as a young age. I, n- I never, ever achieved that level. I was not good enough at it. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, like, you, ask your question. What's your goal? Okay, I wanna have a fight. Uh, why? What's the burning desire behind it, yeah. you know? And, and, a, and a good burning Actually, desire for, for me also was I'd never want to be a human being, and this is some, a story that Rad should probably <coughs> share as well. Uh, I never want to be a human being who fears another human being. I want to be someone who walks the street in full confidence, knowing that no matter what happens, as long as I don't come up against half, half Thor Bjornsson, <laughs> I could hold my own if I needed to defend myself and if I needed to defend my friends and family. And that comes through experiencing things where you, it's traumatic and you don't want to be put in that position again. You know, you can share your oh, story. Oh, for sure. I mean, that was the same thing for me. I mean, when I was when I was uh, younger, you know, remember when I think I was 12 and you were 10 and dad showed us that documentary on Jackie Chan. And that's when, it, that's when we fell in love, both of us, with Jackie Chan movies. And there was about a four-year period after that where we just watched every Jackie Chan movie that was out 10 times. And then you got sick of me replaying them. Um. Oh, my God. Rad and <laughs> I, I, you got to understand, Rad, Rad and I spent the, the, a large portion of our... Um, this is ad- well before YouTube. ...of our adolescence... Um, kicking the crap out of each other every day after school yeah we, you started, know, we, we started kickboxing and we just we, we got uh, we got some my, uh, my parents <coughs> bought us some headgear some gloves some shin pads some um some uh, forearm pads and we used to get home from school for a fair few years and just spar like like mm. uh, you know we both went to kickboxing and stuff like that but we found a lot of benefit in literally just fighting and uh, and testing our skills and then and then my dad, our dad bought some video. He's a photographer. He bought a very early adopter of video cameras, like home camcorders, the first really good ones that came out. He got a whole set he invested quite heavily in. And we used to set up a camera and, uh, and film ourselves just kicking the crap out of each other. And then we'd watch it and analyze it and look back at what we were doing right and wrong. And, and that was such a powerful <coughs> tool. You know, and then eventually we sort of had some like almost a mini fight club going on at home. Because <laughs> friends at school got a word, uh, 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 um, uh, like uh, the word on the street was that we were 
becoming quite good and uh, and people wanted a piece of it. And so we ended up having people that did karate and you remember that? Like mm -hmm. Lewis and, and, and guys like that. I used to remember all the guys that did karate used to be so shit at fighting because you'd hit them once and then they'd think it was over and they'd stop yeah. and re recalibrate. And you're like, man, we're, we're going for three mm -hmm. minutes. You pull your shit together, I'm gonna keep hitting you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was good fun. Yeah, well, yeah, it was the same thing for me though. For my motivation to start martial arts, I felt very fearful of my own safety and i wanted to be able to defend myself and so we went you know we went all in on it and and um you know got a mediocre result i guess over you know the next 10 years um or so you know compared to somebody that's really good at martial arts we were mediocre but i i got so like i got mm. such a shock when i first started going to like state titles and things like that and you where there's there's a lot on the line the the way that you used to be i don't know if it still happens i'm assuming it's the same to get selected for a commonwealth games or a, or an olympic games you've got to be the national champion in your weight division of the year of selection mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. when those years come around uh you go to st you get you can go to like a state title or you can go to um uh, a, a decent level of competition and not face anyone brilliant mm -hmm. but on the year of a selection year they all come out of the woodwork and they time their training really well and you end up just getting annihilated mm -hmm. and it's just yeah you get you get guys who you've never seen before never faced <laughs> before they come from country towns where they've been boxing since they were four you know uh in gyms where they close all the windows and turn the fans off and put a heater on so that you you are trained in the most hellish unforeseen circumstances on the planet and you become so accustomed to just uh being an absolute weapon and yeah i just i, I just got my ass kicked a couple of times and was like oh my god goodness i'm so crap at this <laughs> yeah good times anyway well le look let's um Let's have a look at what some of our members have uh, have had to say uh, in response to to Jason's question. Um, I want to start with um, Stav's uh, Stav's response. Yep. Um, Stav is a member of our gym. He's here. a member of our gym, so he comes in uh, and trains with me every morning at five thirty a.m. He's very consistent and he's achieved a lot when he's this from when he started. And his response is, he said, "My two cents." make the ums your training priority and then incorporate interests slash hobbies etc i'm at unity five mornings a week and then add a couple of bjj classes a week at lunch or after work then i try to spearfish on the weekend if the conditions are good i'm happier fitter more mobile stronger more athletic etc than i ever was when i only played rugby or water polo or practiced muay thai and he did those three things at a at a at a decent no, level, at a decent had a level. few like, fights. He says, I practice more Thai, but he's had a few fights. I believe he's even been over to Thailand and trained and had a few fights over there. Uh, and he did pretty well. I've seen, I've seen his hand held up in a couple of Facebook uh, photos from old school days. So, um, but then if you look at what Jason, the, 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 the continuation of that thread, Jason said, Stav, uh, a nice one, mate. Sounds like a great regimen. If I can only exercise once a day, would you do four days of UMS, then my hobbies like running, hiking, climbing, etc. on the other days? And Stav said, there's no hard and fast rule. It all comes down to what your goals are. And more importantly, what makes you happy? The only bad training session is the one you don't do. And um, I really like that because um, I think, Jason, if you're listening, then four days a week of doing the UMS is going to be life-changing for you. And if you are a generalist, like you say, 
then there's very little that you could do that will make you better at all the things that you like doing than becoming stronger, fitter, and more flexible. Yeah. Th those are the three things that are gonna move your progress in everything that you do and also going to set you up to be able to do things that you don't train for, but be able to get through it. Like for example, a hike. Like a lot of people won't train for a hike and they'll decide, oh, I'm, you know, I'm gonna go hiking this weekend. And the person that's been in the gym, that's been training their, been training barefoot, training their ankles, training their joints, um, training their fitness, their cardio endurance, mm. they're gonna go for a hike uh, and they're gonna go through it and they're gonna be all right. I remember, you know, I did, when I was training to be a stuntman 20 years ago or so, and I'd been doing martial arts at the time full on for about four or five years. And so my level of flexibility was okay. And my um, strength in my lower body was far better than most people. So end range strength. That's one of the things that Kung Fu develops quite well. And we, I went out and did this rock climbing and abseiling course, a two day rock climbing and abseiling course. We went up to the Blue Mountains and we had this unbelievably freakish professional rock climber taking us for two days through rock climbing and abseiling because you had to learn how to do it as part yep. of being a stuntman. And there was this one climb that we did where you know he it was amazing to watch a professional climber free climb this wall that was 50 meters high and he free climbed up about 25 meters before he put the first belay point in and we were just looking at him going oh my god if this dude falls now he's gone yeah but he just scaled it like a monkey anyway and so then we had the ropes on and set up and i was the first one to go and i did that you know i was on the wall and it's a wall it's a it's a rock wall so there's no finger holes you got to look where you're going to go and I looked at this spot where I could get my foot and I lifted my foot right up so my knee was right up near my hip and I planted my foot and you know pushed up and for me it was really really easy I was like no that was just a, a move to get up yeah. there and I, I, I remember hearing the guys that were just below me that were four meters below me laughing and going oh my god I'm not going to be doing that and I, it, it didn't dawn on me that what I was doing was expressing my flexibility and my strength in something else that I'd yeah. never done before. And then when I watched these guys do it, they didn't stand a chance of doing the moves that I did. And I was an amateur rock climber. Yeah. Like I went through all the basic stuff that an amateur rock climber goes through that weekend. Like my arms just Killed. went to shit because yeah. I didn't use my legs enough. And But I could still do these things that those guys didn't have a chance at yeah. because of my strength and flexibility. Yeah. And I've had an experience lately. Like I, I have, when you, when you uh, become conditioned to a martial art or fighting or boxing, one of the first things that happens is that your hands become a lot more conditioned than an average person. And I was, all, most of my adult life, I have the um, conditioning in my hands that I could literally punch a brick wall or a concrete wall almost as hard as I wanted to and not break something, okay? It, would, it might bruise up a little bit. I might get a little bit of an effusion where it swells a little bit, but I could, I, I could comfortably do that, you know? Now, I've since been doing UMS and really working on a balance in, in building a foundation of strength, flexibility, and fitness. I've since gone back to doing some boxing and on the heavy bag, and I'm yet to bring my hands up to the conditioning where I can hit the bag as hard as I want to. I, I can move quicker, more explosively, and I can hit probably twice as hard as I used to. Now, I had a reputation at boxing where I wasn't the best fighter, I wasn't the best boxer, but I, I, I had the most superior punch by any means, by anyone. And I used to have to spar people that were in the weight division 10 kilos heavier than me because no one in my weight division really wanted to get punched that hard. And um, so that's saying something, you know, like the, 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 I certainly don't have the timing and the skill of a really good fighter anymore, but I've definitely improved my striking power and yeah. speed, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. and so. It's the same with me with kicking. I'm, I'm better at kicking now without having practiced kicking for 10 years. 
um, you know, I can I can kick hard and fast and high, uh, better than I was when I was doing martial arts. Yeah. Because this this the the, the, the motor patterns are there. The, the the way of moving your body is is ingrained in me. Yeah. But the flexibility and the strength that was never there like yeah. it is now, and That's I can right. do it so much better than I used to. Absolutely. Very quickly, do you want to do one more? Read one more comment. Maybe Ben Lodges um, before we have to wrap up because we've got our online coaching. I think cool. um, I think Tom Woods is is okay. going to be yep. probably more relevant. So Tom Tom Wood has said, your body craves needs variety in all types of movement. To focus on one type whilst neglecting others leads to injury, and personally, I think should be avoided unless it's your profession, uh, bodybuilding, ex- idea of bodybuilder, etc. Yep. Et yep. yep. um, I started focusing on pure strength and got really strong, but also injured. I then focused on pure flexibility and then didn't have the strength at the new end ranges. I've also done pure bodyweight training. For me, the UMS has everything. Gets rid of all the imbalances whilst building a great foundation. Then combines calisthenics, weight training, and flexibility. You can also swap workouts to aim towards specific goals. For example, handstand, muscle ups, etc. whilst training all other body parts. Do what you love. If this is some form of martial art and you want to be the best at it, go for it. But just add in some additional training around it to stay balanced, which is a really, really good. um, And then Ben has uh, said, if only there was an effective, efficient system to build general health and function to use as a springboard to go after your specialist goals. And then he says in brackets, it's the UMS. And this is, this is what I'm talking about all the time. You know, Remember, the training we do in the gym, guys, uh, not the boxing ring, not the uh, mixed martial arts cage, uh, not the rock climbing wall. The training we do in the gym is purely to build a foundation, an athletic foundation that you can deploy in your said or chosen passion or sport or hobby, uh, if you may. And, and this is the most important thing to understand. You must, and I know this now, I know this now because I know what I know, you must train to build that foundation. It's very, very important. And I used to, uh, I used to box um, and do my two strength training sessions. And over the years, I actually developed quite inefficient um, physique. Mm. You know, my shoulders rounded, I, my posture was compromised, and I was more susceptible to injury. And what ended up happening, what hung up my gloves at 30 years old was not that I didn't want to box anymore. It's not that I'd achieved everything I, w- I desired in that sport. <coughs> it was that I perforated my tricep tendon so severely that uh, I was out for ages and I just lost interest because it ended up coming back over and over again when I threw a hard overhand right. My tricep would tear again. And um, it wasn't because my body gave out. It was because I didn't know what I was doing at the time and I stuffed up or compromised my posture. You know, so... The, the training should provide the perfect athletic foundation. Yep. And then you can deploy that however you see fit, however you want, you know? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So listen, guys, if you've, uh, if you've been watching these shows and sitting on there from a sideline and wondering what, this, uh, what the Kool-Aid is that is the UMS Online Coaching, now is your chance for the next 72 hours to jump in, get a free two-week trial and uh and then if you continue after that you'll have a lifetime uh rate of 49 us dollars a month instead of the usual 97 us dollars a month this is a no-brainer i can guarantee you you will not be able to get this deal again until this time next year so this is the time to set yourself up for a a 2021 like no other Uh, don't miss out get it and everyone from the ums online coaching group jump on over for our live coaching call everyone else we'll see you guys on monday
Have a great weekend, guys. Happy Thanksgiving to all the people in America who are just finishing the day. Uh, and, yeah, we'll see you all on uh, Monday, Sydney time here in Australia. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. The gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.